Blog Talk Radio. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. And make sure you guys go check out the site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the latest shows going on here at the 110 Nation. Glad to be here back in the studio this Monday night. This beautiful, beautiful Ohio Monday night. Um, will not be in the studio tomorrow night or next Monday. Um, go ahead and guys prepare you guys. I will be back out of the studio again. Um, got to head to North Carolina that time of year. Go, go North Carolina, get my son, come back, let him spend the summer with us. Um, possibly no guarantees, potentially, um, the last summer we get him as, uh, come this September, he will be uh, turning 16. So uh not going to get my hopes up on um, him um, not staying next summer in North Carolina, um, doing the, the young adult things as a job, car, and all that wonderful stuff. So uh, we're going to make the most of this summer. Um, so looking forward to heading down. We're actually going to head down Friday morning. I'm going to go in for a few hours, uh, probably work like a four to eight, uh, go pick up the rental. We're actually going to travel halfway down. We're going to stop in around the Beckley, West Virginia area. I'm going to go hit up a uh, a trail, go do some hiking, and uh, stay the night, um, enjoy the scenery, enjoy enjoy some West Virginia. And then uh, we will continue our way down. West, the rest of the way, we're going to continue the rest of the way down to uh uh, North Carolina, spend Saturday with uh, my daughter and grandson, 
uh, Sunday. We are going to make our way even farther away as we're going to head to Carolina, Kerr Beach area, Fort Fisher, um, the aquarium, and uh, um, get some quality time with uh, with the daughter, grandson, son, and the uh, son-in-law. And uh, we're actually going to spend the night um, on the beach, and then we will be heading back to Ohio Monday morning, um, taking what would have been about an eight to nine hour trip, turn it into about eleven, twelve hour trip when it's all said and done. As I see that already, uh, I'm not looking forward to the gas prices. As uh, good God Almighty, over five dollars a gallon here in Ohio. So I can only imagine what this trip to include a rental is going to uh, cost just to drive to North Carolina for the weekend and uh, essentially the weekend I'm back. Um, but looking forward to getting my son and be able to spend some uh, quality time um, for one last, potentially one last summer. Um, like I said, if uh, he don't come next summer, we'll probably spend a week or two in North Carolina and make a trip or two um, and do a beach trip or something. But uh just glad to be back in the studio and uh, be able to do this. Um, got a shout out to all the shows. If you guys have not been keeping up with all the shows, um, all you got to do is go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. All the shows get put onto there. Um, and uh, um, you can catch all the shows that way. Um, don't forget, uh, we got that and www.the110nationsports.com, which is not active right now. I'm locked up for the next 10 years, so we're not going anywhere. Um, but uh, we went ahead and locked up uh, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork uh, the so all our shows can get uh, put over there so you guys can go back and catch all the shows. Um, but you can also go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addicts, YouTube, Deezer, Podchasers, and catch all the shows over there as well. Um, that's how you choose to listen to bod- podcasts, or it's easier for you just to download their apps. Um, all you got to do is just search the 110 Nation, and you'll be able to follow us over there. And uh, as the shows come out, it'll notify you, and you can catch all the shows that way. Um, what a shout-out. I was uh, producing, well, co-producing as uh Chris, uh, yellow, uh, yellow, yellow flag, caution, yellow flag, <laughs> God. Uh, and I'm jacking that all up. I know I am. Chris, yellow, ca- uh, yellow flag, caution, caution, yellow flag. Why is this? Why is this? Um, drawing a blank for me right this second. Um, yellow flag, caution, Creighton. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, one of the hosts of uh, one of the co-hosts of <laughs> Chat Live. I don't know why I'm tongue twisted on this one right now. Uh, was uh, uh, also producing as well as uh, he will be taking over duties next week as I will be out of town and won't be not, will not be able to be in the studio. But if you missed the Jay Dillon show last night, uh, I want to say he had about four or five guests in the studio at different times throughout the show, had a great show. So make sure you guys check that. And, of course, Thursday nights we got uh, the Southern Dirt Track Report. Uh, make sure that uh, um, you guys check that out every Thursday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. And, of course, Tuesday nights, Race Chat Live uh, with Chris, Craig, and Taz um, every Tuesday night um, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. All shows are at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. 
um, simplified that for you guys. So uh, make sure you guys check that out as well. Uh, but looking forward to another great week here, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, interesting, interesting things um, in the sports world. Um, Sam Darnold, $95 million contract extension with the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Or, yeah, yeah, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, making him the highest non-quarterback in uh, NFL history. So, uh, um, um, the Rams definitely taking care of business and uh, hoping to uh, repeat what they did last year. Um, so, I, I thought that was a uh, <laughs> big deal. Um, as uh, Sam Darnold, uh, one of the most dominant uh, defensive players to ever play the game. Um, you know, I've had my my mixed feelings, my my concerns about this whole Deshaun Watson signing with the Cleveland Browns whole whole ordeal. And and being a Browns fan, it's it's been a, a, a tough kind of bubble to be in. You you spend the last few years watching the whole Baker Mayfield thing kind of run its course and realize that even though Baker Mayfield was an upgrade and was probably the best quarterback that the Browns have had in probably many years. We have seen Baker Mayfield kind of hit his peak. He got us back in the playoffs, something we ain't seen in many years. Uh, Help us even win a playoff game, something we ain't seen in even longer. But at the end of the day, I I think that we truly had seen the highest of highs that we were going to see with Baker Mayfield. So then you have an opportunity to income Deshaun Watson. You, You knew that the Browns did their research. You knew that the Browns investigated, well, to what extent, though? I mean, you're kind of in a time crunch because you had other teams also pursuing Deshaun Watson's services. But reports say that, you know, the Browns did their homework, did their research, felt very confident that Deshaun Watson would be able to play maybe not a full season this year, but be able to play at some point in 2022 and then continue into playing the rest of his contract. To the point that you you hear Miles Garrett reaching out to OBJ, wanting him to come back, to the point that Jadavian Cloney wanted to continue the Super Bowl run and is signed for a year. Um, different players 
uh, bringing in Amari Cooper, just different aspects of this offseason. So it leads me to wonder either, A, what um, the Cleveland Browns players know that we don't know. I mean, I, I just can't see Jadavian Cloney saying, you know what, I'll re-sign. Let's, let's, let's make a run around the Super Bowl. Part of the reason you didn't want to be there was because Baker Mayfield, and now you're potentially not going to have Watson. You still have Mayfield on your roster. And the likelihood of Baker Mayfield getting the start over Jacoby at this point is probably slim to none. Um, just because I think every bridge has been burnt when it comes to the whole Mayfield, Browns, other player relationship. Um, I, I just think that you're at a point that you can't take things back. You can't undo what's been done. The 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 tension, the uh, animosity. Then I'm trying to say words I shouldn't even try to be uh, saying. Um, the friction. I just can't see it working. At some point, the Browns are going to have to just go ahead and chalk up their loss and say, you know what, obviously we're not going to get anything in return. Players already, or other teams already know that at some point we're just going to have to cut our loss. That's what they're waiting on. Essentially, teams like the Seahawks that has been in conversation, teams like the Panthers that are in a conversation. I don't think anybody signs Mayfield until he becomes a free agent. Um, even even the conversation of the Steelers at one point in time. And until the Browns just go ahead and cut their losses, I don't think anybody is going to step up and even fathom the idea of Baker Mayfield playing for the organization. Now, I, I can see at some point – Mayfield getting cut and, you know, the the a Seahawk team or, or a Panther team or any team really um, that, that needs them anyway. I can see them saying, you know what, this is what we'll do, one year, two year, back up, potentially work your way, you know. Um, and Baker Mayfield proving himself and getting an opportunity potentially down the road, if not with that team, another team, depending on, you know, if he gets an opportunity, if he gets called in, somebody gets injured or whatever the case may be. Um, but as as of right now, I just don't see the the Browns or the any team wanting to go ahead and sign and and trade or give anything up for Baker Mayfield. But that, that kind of cycles us back around to the Browns. Um, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall at this point in time. Being someone that has grown up being a Browns fan, uh, someone who has been 
a diehard Brown fans as far back as I, you know, I, I, I can remember. I can, I can remember having a, a clock on the wall that had um, Eric Metcalf on it, and uh, um, I, I remember sitting there watching and being aggravated watching Ernest Biner fumble that football um, as we thought we was going to win the game and he was going to score a touchdown. I, I can remember watching. Um, Bernie Kozar throwing the interception. I, I can remember, I can remember hating <laughs> for my entire life the Denver Broncos. Um, and that wasn't even, wasn't even supposed to be the team that I hated the most. And I spent most of my life hating the Denver Broncos the most. Who we watched one of the Waltons <laughs> um, era of uh, the owners of Walmart. Um, by the, the, the Denver Broncos, um, well, reportedly buying the Denver Broncos for $4.5 billion. And not to get sidetracked too far, but it must be nice to have either A, the money, or B, the, the, the line of credit to be able to purchase a NFL football team for $4.5 billion. For someone to, for, to, to be able to sit there and sign a check and say, here, here's four five, four point five billion dollars. Let me just go buy a football team, or for to someone say, hey, you know, we know you good for it. Go ahead, we're gonna give you credit for four point five billion dollars. Whatever, whatever, how that played out, or to what significance of credit versus him actually just writing check out for four for four point five billion dollars. It must be nice. I, I cringe and wonder if I got to take a loan out to buy this five dollars and nine cent gas that is literally I can see the price sign from my my window, and you have someone that just bought an entire football team for four point five billion dollars. But anyway, um, but I'm not gonna hate because I tell you what, if I had that money and nothing else better to do with my life. And not not, not not putting them down. I'm just saying, if I had $4.5 billion and I had the passion to own an NFL team, I, I would have the passion to own an NFL team. But anyway, um, I would most definitely buy uh, a football team. I, I'm not going to hate on them because I would do it too. Um, but to watch, to, to have this hatred for the Denver Broncos and to to, to have watched – you know, in high expectations back, what was it, the 95 season where we had Bill Belichick as our coach, Nick Saban on the coaching staff, Eric Mangini. There was a whole slew of uh, coaches. We were favored to go to the Super Bowl. And then Armadale drops the bomb, hey, you guys are moving to Cleveland. And we watched that that season fall apart and watched the Browns move and the fight that we had to preserve the Cleveland Browns name and then – the, the fight to bring the Cleveland Browns back to Cleveland or a, a football team back to Cleveland and then to ever since to a 2000, watch this be, you know, uh, there's always next season. And, and to, to see that we've had more quarterbacks at this point than I think we've had NFL season since this return. Um, I would love to, to, to be a fly on the wall knowing that you finally have other pieces. You you have a, a, a talented receiving core with the potential of OBJ coming back. Not that I'm the biggest fan of OBJ, but knowing that they're in the tweets 
and the conversations back publicly between him and Miles Garrett. And knowing that Cloney came back to help make another a, a Super Bowl run and to to see the all the pieces line up around this organization for a potential Super Bowl run or at least a good playoff run. Knowing that you're going to be limited on years of money, funds, we watch this with team after team. We watch this with Seattle. We watch this with Kansas City. Um, we watch this with the Rams the first time around. We, we know that you know eventually players are going to players are going to get greedy as this team plays to the level we're expecting them to play. Players are going to continue to get greedy. You just re-signed Ward um, to a ridiculous contract. No, I'm not saying he's overpaid, but just ridiculous. Anything these players make is a ridiculous contract to me. Um, just the millions on top of millions to play football. So you know your years are limited. I'd love to know, I would love to be the fly on the wall to be part of that conversation, to hear what went into what research, what what did you investigate, who did you investigate, what made you come to the decision that, all right, Deshaun Watson, we're gonna we're gonna give you two hundred fifty million dollars. That we feel confident enough that with all these pieces in line and knowing we're in a one two year gap here, that we're going to be willing to give you that type of money as we watch lawsuit victim number twenty three and twenty four come out over the last couple of days to start hearing more of the details of the whole claims of the misconduct to, to hear the stories come out and listen to the real sports HBO um, segment. Um, Just, just to know that there's a very potential, good possibility that Deshaun Watson may be suspended for at least half the season. That did the Browns front office get in over their head? Did they, they, were they so worried about winning a trophy and moving on from Baker Mayfield that they let that distort their decision making. As I was reading this, there, there's, there's three, three answers to whether or not the Browns believe Deshaun Watson, and, and it makes me wonder. And it makes me want to be that fly on the wall. The Browns do believe Watson. That more than 20 massage therapists are conspiracy, conspiracy to try to bring down the quarterback from some sort of personal gain, financial, otherwise. My issue with that whole thing is that he tried to settle out of court. And so he was offering to pay a hundred grand per person. So either they felt that they were low ball, that he wasn't taking this whole conspiracy to bring him down as a real threat and was offended by it. Or there's more legitimacy behind these um, these whole claims than what Watson's putting out there. 
Second, the Browns don't believe Watson, but believe that his behavior does not rise to the to the most reprehensible of standards, that he is not or will not in the future be accused of conduct that will be um, provable in the court of law. A couple issues with this is one, Roger Goodell has done proven time after time. You don't have to be proven anything in the court of law that he will suspend who he wants to suspend for as long as he wants to suspend when he wants to suspend that it doesn't have to be provable. So it don't matter that whether or not anything can be proven in the court of law, if Roger Goodell feels it is bad for business, then he is going to suspend um, players how he feels fit and how he feels should represent the NFL. But also, that to me, that whole scenario is kind of walking a gray line. So are the Browns willing to take a chance on, okay, you've done some shady stuff in the past. There's potential that you'll do shady business in the future, but not enough to be provable in a court of law. Do I think this is a wake-up call? Yes. I, I, I don't think that whatever happened, I don't think necessarily Deshaun Deshaun Watson regrets it. I don't think he necessarily feels bad for it. I don't also think that he felt that he was morally wrong. When your lawyer comes out and says that a happy ending is not illegal, that to me is potentially all you need to know on how morally Deshaun Watson and his lawyer feels about this. Illegal, happy endings, yes and no. I mean, if you go somewhere and pay a prostitute to suck you off, you're not paying for sex, but you're paying for a sexual act. Therefore, yes, it's illegal. So if you paid somebody to get you off, I, I think that you can be proven in the court of law that is illegal. Um, so I, I feel that at some point the lawyer needs to really shift his whole his whole case and the direction he's going because it one doesn't still it, it doesn't look good at all. But two does not help your case at all. Like uh, you, well, happy ending is not technically legal. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Because if you look at it as because it was not an actual having sex, paying for sex, whether you could say the same thing about being sucked off for money or whatever, and so you're you're kind of walking a fine line here. Um, and the final thing in this article, Browns don't believe Watson and they don't, and they don't care because they're looking, hiding behind the shield of touchdowns and talent and wins and the Lombardi Trophy um, and praise and yet to be unveiled um, incentives and community work and collective interest and moving on and what's next, social media age. Um, I'm not going to say the Browns don't care. I'm going to say that 
the Browns potentially let their their craving to finally be a winning organization, to finally make it to a Super Bowl, to finally be back into being a legitimate contender. I think they might have let that overshadow some morals, some morality, some decision-making. I'm not going to say that I I am 100% convinced that Deshaun Watson did what he's being accused of. Now, we have seen people spend a lifetime in jail. What seemed to be an open-shut case to find out 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years later that they were falsely accused. It is not too far out of the realm to think that you had one person that thought that they were going to get over, that does not have friends in the business to say if we all get together, we all can make money out of this, and we're, we're going to see what we can get out of this. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm not trying to say that he is innocent. But I'm also not delusional enough to think that there's not a possibility with the 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 greed of money or the hatred of how men treat women or how players think they're going to get over on women or social media, or anything else, I'm not too delusional to think that is not a possibility. Honest opinion, I don't think he's innocent. To what extent, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say that I think some inappropriate things were said one of the, the the one of the people accused him of asking her to make a v shape um he wanted me to kind of make a v shape motion in his pelvic area so go across his stomach to his thighs back to his stomach i just kept massaging and did what he asked until his penis kept touching me repeatedly as i did he was moving his penis back and forth as my hands moved as well so, in my visionary, I'm visualizing what most teenage boys did back in the day. I'm not going to ask my new girlfriend or this girl that probably would be grossed out if I say, hey, touch me. But I'm going to make it move in ways that she does touch me and see where it goes. Said that it allegedly touched her hand intentionally and that he ejaculated. So, and that's where it kind of gets a little distorted to me. Um, So you're going to tell me he made it move around and bumped your hand and he got off. Like, you're now it's kind of getting a little distorted and things are a little far-fetched for me. But that's what it sounds like to me, is that high school kid that is in the car for the first time or laying in bed and mom and dad ain't home or whatever. And you're not, you you ain't got the balls to say, Hey, will you do this? 
So we're going to make out, and I'm going to make it do a little dance in hopes that she plays with it or does other things, and we'll see where things go, and things went places. Things happen. Right or wrong, I'm not going to say that it was right. To how wrong it went, I don't, I'm not going to guess either. Obviously, that's going to be for a whole jury and a, and a judge to decide. I just think we're somewhere in between there somewhere. Is that enough to guarantee Deshaun Watson $250 million? Is that enough to go all in on a quarterback knowing that you're in a very small window, as so many teams are when you are loaded to the extent that you are loaded? One of the best offensive lines, I think, was rated with top five offensive line in the NFL. One of the best defenses in the NFL. The best running back tandem in the NFL. Bringing Amari Cooper in. Resigning Najuku for five years. Um, bringing Cloney back in, signing just, just Denzel Ward. Like, everything you did in this offseason and everything you've done over the last two or three seasons with, with Nick Chubb, with Kareem Hunt, are you willing to be all in? Because essentially that's what you're at at this point. Where Where – where did the lines get crossed? How far did it go? At this point, no, there's no actual, and you're going to tell me that there's no cameras nowhere, no no phones. You're going to tell me out of all 24 times, 25 people that have come forward, nobody has any cameras, pictures, tweets, text messages, anything. Like to this point, I'm not seeing anything or anything. I'm not going to say there's not out there. I've not done an in-depth research on this. I have just gone off the articles and different things that I've seen. We're going by here. He say, she say at this point. It seems that in this part and day in America, you can't go anywhere without being video recorded or anything else. And I'm supposed to believe that this is the one time that nothing was screenshot, video recorded, cameras in them. Like I just would assume, out of protection of especially um, those that work at a at a parlor, that there is no kind of cameras or anything going on. Like I just find it hard to believe. I just don't know if Cleveland made the right decision. Was this the right time to go all in and bet on somebody when you are loaded on both sides of the ball and are expected to be a serious contender coming out of the AFC North? I mean, you got Baltimore who still has Lamar Jackson, so we know they're limited. You got the Steelers in a rebuild, and you had the Bengals have a fluke season that you couldn't even beat the Browns, and had a fluke run at the end of the season and was able to make it to the Super Bowl before they got beat. So you're you're a legitimate 
contender coming out of the AFC North alone, not to mention the entire AFC. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, at the same time, was there any other quarterback that you could have plugged? And see, that's where the catch-22 is. Was there anybody else that you could have plugged for this season? Or signed that because even though you can't do it this year, you know you're getting Deshaun Jackson for a full season next season. Now you're going to lose pieces and be a whole other year into this this team that you've built. But you also know moving forward for the next five years, you have a quarterback. So, I mean, there is the catch-22. You may not have Amari Cooper next year. I don't know. He might extend. I can't remember. You may not have Cloney. You may not have some of these other pieces. I don't know where, what the situation and current contract is with Cont. Um, I think Chubb were good for a few years. I assume you're going to lose some pieces. But you, at the quarterback position, yes, you're secure um, for – the next four seasons after this season, next five seasons, but you, you'll have a quarterback that you'll have completely for the next four seasons, but may not have played the last year and a half, potentially two years, depending on what Goodell's decision is on the suspension. Um, don't forget, you guys could check out Race Chat Live here Tuesday night. Craig, Chris, and Taz will have a hell of a show for y'all tomorrow. Ross Chastain, tell you what, he manned up, but wasn't enough. Just because you admit that you totally screwed up and apologize and know that there is going to be consequences to what you did and expect there to be the consequences to what you did, is that still enough for what you did? Denny Hamlin won this weekend. Um, Jesse Ouija, I think it's how you pronounce the last name, which we've had on the network many times, um, plows into Ty Gibbs under caution. Um, we'll get their guys' opinions on, do they feel that it was deliberate? I don't think it was deliberate. It was a wet track, caution. I'm sure there's things that played into factor. Not that anybody is shedding any – um, tears for Ty Gibbs. As a matter of fact, Noah Gregson, who we've also had on the network, went out and bought $50 worth of Jesse Ouija, um his merchandise that I'm sure he'll be wearing next weekend at some point on national TV. So we're, we're going to be catching that as well. Um, then Thursday night, the guys from Mississippi, Louisiana, and Florida, the Southern Dirt Track Report, will be in the studio will be on the network here, 8 o'clock. Make sure you guys check that out as they get you guys caught up with all the latest going on at the dirt tracks out there. And then, yes, Sunday night, the Jay Dillon Show will be back on 8 o'clock. Chris Creighton will be producing. I will be driving. Uh, I'm not going to be driving. I'll probably still be at the beach spending time with the family in Carolina. So looking forward to uh, catching the show on um, the replay. I will probably be catching, and I normally catch the shows replayed on iHeartRadio. You guys can go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com to catch all the shows. 
or if you just prefer to catch them on the apps, all you got to do is either uh, download iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, or YouTube. Um, just search the 110 Nation in the search box and uh, follow the show. You guys can catch the shows that way as well. The wife and I had the opportunity to, uh, once again, I think it's about the sixth game we've gotten to go to, um, catch our Dayton Dragons. They are high A affiliates of the um, of the Cincinnati Reds. Not a Reds fan at all, um, but I'm a Dayton Dragons fan. The number one Dayton Dragons um, with the win that put them like 34 and 35, um, a 69 percent winage, um, first place. So uh, excited about that. Um, they played the uh, Cubs. Um, the high uh, high A affiliate of the Cubs, um, great game, the South Bend Cubs. Um, as the uh, Cubs took a one nothing lead at the top of the first, got to watch uh, old uh, um, Ellie De La Cruz come out the bottom of the first and belt one out the park, and then after that it was uh, it was on and we won like six to one. Um, so, uh, next game we're going to go check out is, uh, June 21st. So we got a couple weeks. Um, that particular week though, we got like four or five games. Um, or no, that particular, we've got like three games on the West at four or five games. We got the 21st, we got the, uh, the 23rd and we got the 25th. So we'll be out there Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Um, so we get an opportunity to watch them play, and it might be all the same games, the Lake uh, Lake County Captains, the Lake County Captains, and the Lake County Captains. Um, so it'll be a fun week that week. Every other night being back out of the day, um, day air ballpark. Um, I tell you what, they came out with a new jersey, the Gym City um, jersey. The only thing that sucks is you got to open an account with day air park, not that that part necessarily sucks. I already have two bank accounts. I don't need another bank account. You get a free jersey when you open it. <clears throat> That's the only way you can get the Gym City jersey. It's probably the best-looking jersey they got. Um, I love my jersey, but I'd love to have a Gym City. It's an all-black jersey. It says Gym City on it. Um, it's a um, product of the affiliation with Day Air. I'm kind of jealous that I can't get one. Um, but a nice jersey, but uh, had a great time, um, as we always do out at the uh, Day Air Park. I um, was glad I got an opportunity, excuse me, to go out there and watch uh, the Dane Dragons um, do their thing and continue uh, um, their run as the best team in uh, the MILB and watch them continue to uh, uh, stay atop of um the entire league so uh good times with that as well um it was fun um, we we really enjoy ourselves uh being out there oh i, I didn't talk about this um of course our uh we have a great uh, marketing partnership with uh, our longest marketing partnership um is with uh, carolina sports plus and uh, I plug them every every show. Was hoping this weekend to be able to see uh, Mario, founder of Carolina Sports Plus. Um, I think he is supposed to be out of town, so we're not going to uh, 
get an opportunity to meet up with him. I'm hoping when I return to Carolina and take my son back, I'll get an opportunity to to catch up with him. But uh, we're working on some things, working on uh, doing some shirts, collaboration shirts with 110 Nation and Carolina Sports Plus. So looking forward to that as well. Um, but I've been telling you guys that uh, make sure you guys let them know that the 110 Nation sent you. You guys, will hook, they'll hook you up, and they've been working on a website. Well, this last week, they dropped their website, carolinasportsplus.com. Make sure you guys go over there. Um, show them some uh, massive love. Um, get you guys' uh, merchandising on, um, and let them know the 110 Nation sent you. Uh, Mario will hook you guys up. He's got great products, great prices. Um, I, I have many of things. I, I, I have Ohio State stuff, Cleveland Brown stuff. Um, he's also hooked me up with some other items to give away. So, uh, and uh, we've done that as well over our, um, I would say, about four-year, maybe five-year partnership with Carolina Sports Plus, and uh, we plan on doing some. Uh, some other things. I know that he's got a location in uh, the uh, uh, North Carolina, um, um, in the state of North Carolina. I have never visited. It is when I lived in North Carolina, he didn't have the location. So I'm hoping also on my second visit on the return that we get an opportunity to check out the location and check out the store as well. Um, but you make sure you guys go over to www.carolinasportsplus.com and check out all the merchandise over there. Um, as um, he does a great, a great job. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Like I said, um, Sam Darnold um, signed a $95 million Um, contract extension with the Rams, making him the highest-paid non-quarterback in NFL history. Well-deserving as a big part of why um, the the Rams end up going on to winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, So uh, looking forward to seeing uh, Sam Darnold uh, playing for the Rams and doing what he's got to do out there. The wife did buy us uh, preseason tickets, Father's Day gift for her father. Uh, we will be going to the Bengals, I want to say it's the Bengals-Rams preseason game. Um, I, I think it's that's who they're playing, but uh, the wife did buy preseason tickets this uh, last weekend, so uh, looking forward to it. Knowing I'm going to at least get a preseason game in, uh, hopefully we get a Browns game in. We don't know yet. Um, with inflation and the economy and gas prices, who knows what is going to happen, what we're going to be able to get to. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be happy if that's all we do is, uh, you know, at least got them getting at least about 13 to 15 Dane Dragon games in. So I'm getting a lot of sports in. We're supposed to do Eldora. Um, that got rained out. We're waiting for rain tickets on that. Um, there, there's multiple things that uh, we have gotten to do or get to do. Normally, we do do a lot of things um, sports-wise. But, of course, with the economy and having to put up with another two and a half years of what we've experienced and 
the last year and a half with uh, gas prices tripling and inflation and lack of really any type of leadership going on. Um, it's going to be a, a, a tough road, and it's going to be tough knowing what what and what we're what and where we're going to get to get, do this year um, when it comes to sports stuff, especially once again with going to get the sun this weekend and potentially his last summer, and it kind of being the focus on financials. Um, but looking forward to uh, um, checking out the uh, the preseason and going to another another NFL game. Preseason or not, um, just glad to <laughs> going to be at a sporting event. That's all I really care about. Um, as y'all know, this is you know this is my hour to kind of get away from the sports world, and we're going to get things wrapped up here. Um, is uh, not trying to be too late as I do have to travel one hour tomorrow outside of getting in early. I got to get in early, get paperwork done, get truck order done, get all this stuff situated so that I can go to another store, so that I can ride an hour to go to another store to have a meeting um, with the rest of the store managers in this market. Um, I have no idea what time we're going to be done for the day. And so um, it's one of those things that I already get up at 3.15 to 3.25, somewhere in that ballpark in the morning. Now it's going to make it where I need to really kind of be up at 2.45-ish so that I can really be at work at 3 versus 4, uh, 3.30 at the latest to get things done so that I can make sure that I'm at the next door in time to catch the ride, the 7.30 um, carpool to the next meeting. So we're going to, we're going to get things wrapped up here. Um But you guys know this is the, the this is the hour, and this is why we do sports, and this is why I'm glad I get to go to these Dayton Dragon games. I get an opportunity, and even if it's a preseason game, get to go to an NFL game because this is my my time to get away from the world. And uh, you know, it drives me insane when you have this stupid crap like Boston dragging this whole Brittany Griner sh- garbage into the sports. Let's, let's, let's keep the outside stuff outside. And let's, when we tune in, we don't tune in to, to, to get drawn into the politics. We don't get drawn in to have to care or hear about the bickering of the stupid stuff that has nothing to do with why we tuned in. You know, I, I my social media keeps because of all the different sports venues and and outlets that I follow have to listen and see this whole Brittany Griner stuff, and I'll see the Boston the Boston Celtics wanting to get involved and and listening to LeBron and Adam Silver and everything else, and and outside of some other unpatriotic, self-centered entitled people in the sporting world, nobody else at this point cares. Nobody has cared from day one. Like, I, 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 I'm still un, un, unable to wrap my mind on why y'all thought this was going to play out different. Why you thought that her illegally taking drugs into another country was going to play out any different. The self-entitlement 
the self-centeredness, this I'm better than you whole mentality was not going to fly well with other countries. They put laws down to follow laws, not, well, oh, okay, you're entitled. The law doesn't apply to you. Bring all the weed or the CBD or whatever illegal drugs and how it how you choose to use it. Bring it in our country because you're self-centered, you're self-entitled, and that's how you Americans do things. That's not how the rest of the world works. And then to listen to some of these entitled people all upset and and one American get involved when you have someone that was self-entitled and unpatriotic and un-American. Not that it would make it any better or make it right what she did, but if she was not unpatriotic and actually supported America, she might have gotten more support with this. But for the fact that she is unpatriotic, does not support the military, does not support the troops, does not support anything to do really with America other than getting a paycheck and playing basketball, there's been no sympathy. There's been no support. The only ones that are support are those that have the same mentality. And that's why after, what, about four months into this, and I think it happened back in February, that's why we're still where we are. Because out of a few other entitled, self-centered, unpatriotic athletes, nobody else in the world cares. Nobody else is sympathetic for someone breaking laws. Nobody else cares that she is in a Russian prison for violating drug trafficking laws. And it gets to be irritating and it affects and and trickles into my time to get away from the politics. This was one of the reasons why I was so glad we got past, and now we're back past the whole Colin Kaepernick thing once again. I don't turn on an NFL game to have to sit there and have a debate and listen to a quarterback that was benched for Blaine Gabbert and is unpatriotic and disrespects the military. I don't. He has had more than one opportunity to continue to play in the NFL as a second or, more realistically, a third-string quarterback. Doesn't want that money. He has made more for himself and a better living not playing for the NFL to to be anti-American pushing his agenda and how America is so bad and that NFL owners are slave owners and everything else. He has made more of a living for himself doing this. He's got to make his name irrelevant when, 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 uh, relevant when, when his name is no longer a, a topic or trending. Well, let's do a workout. Let's get my name trending. Let's get my name back in the headlines. I'm not going to sign a contract because it is not cool of me to sign a contract because then that kind of voids my whole comments, my whole owners, NFL owners or slave owners. And 
um, everything else that has made him the living that he's made. Well, we'll reopen this whole debate of whether or not he should be playing in the NFL. We're going to talk about it for a week or two. Then it, once again, like it has, has died out. He, he, he did a workout for the Raiders, what, two weeks ago? We're not talking about it no more. We, we already know the routine. Honestly, anybody that gets benched for Blaine Gabbard and put up the numbers they did in their final season probably shouldn't even get a workout. It shouldn't even be a, a, a consumption of all these different outlets. You barely looked above average in a unpadded, you select your receiver workout. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Race Chat Live right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, 8 o'clock. Chris, Craig, and Taz will get you caught up and all going on in NASCAR, the racing world, Xfinity Series, Cup Series, Truck Series, um, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Ty Gibbs, Jesse Luigi. They got it all covered for you guys. Thursday night, Southern Dirt Track Reports. The guys will get you caught up in all the local racing going on in Louisiana, Southern Mississippi, and Florida. And then, of course, Sunday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, Jay Dillon, DJ Dillon Show, as he gets you caught up on all the latest going on um, in the southern area as well. Same same area, Louisiana, uh, Florida, Mississippi, talking dirt track as well. Um, make sure you guys tune in for those. I got to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus. Make sure you guys go over to www.com www.carolinasportsplus.com um, Show your support Get your merchandise over there Let let them know the 110 Also give them a like On Facebook Give the Race Chat Live And Southern Dirt Track Report a like as well On Facebook um, Like us as well The 110 Nation Sports.com Or yeah, the 110 Nation Sports Make sure you guys go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com To catch up on all the shows going on um, Here at the 110 Nation If you're interested in joining the 110 Nation we got a few nights As a matter of fact we got three nights still open um, To do live shows on Do you have a show and just want a, sh- uh, a platform To syndicate it on To get it out there on all our different platforms That our shows get sent out on Or maybe you just want to um, co-host a show or um, come on and do different segments um, and and talk either NASCAR or NFL or Major League Baseball. All you do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com. I would love to have an opportunity to uh, catch up with you and see about bringing you on um, the 110 Nation as we continue to grow. 11 years in the books, um, and we got many, many more to go. Like I said, we done locked up. Um, the 110 Nation Sports, uh, yeah, the 110 Nation Sports.com and the 110 Nation Sports Radio doc, uh, Network.com. For the next 10 years, next year we plan on relaunching the site. And the goal is to be in a building and doing this 24-7. Um, so if you want uh, to join a team that's continuing to grow, continue to uh, um, have goals and uh, to be around, all you do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com. Um, like I said, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, race chat live. 
I will be out of the studio next Monday night as I will be um, actually on my way back from uh, North Carolina. Um, we won't be until late, um, and then I'll be back in the studio the following Monday night. Until next time.